What is going on? It is Adam. Welcome back to Bringing It Backwards, a podcast where both legendary and rising artists tell their own personal stories of how they achieve stardom. On this episode, we had a chance to hang out with DeLacy over Zoom video. DeLacy was born and raised in San Juan Capistrano, Orange County in uh, California. Talks about how she got into music. She comes from a household of music lovers. She grew up on her dad's uh, vinyl collection, started playing piano at a very early age, picked up guitar fairly early as well. She was always involved in music and dancing and musical theater. At 18 years old, DeLacy moved to New York City. She talks about that experience. She ended up moving back to Los Angeles and was pursuing a career as an artist, but also writing music for other people. She's written for Demi Lovato and The Chainsmokers and Halsey, Dove Cameron, Chelsea Cutler, Justin Bieber, Jonas Brothers, and the list goes on and on and on. But uh, she was writing for other people and also uh, writing for herself. She talked about writing her debut album, which is called Black Coffee, and that came out the week of lockdown, March 2020. She puts the album out. So unfortunately, uh, wasn't able to really support it as far as tours go. So during the lockdown, she did a few co-writes over Zoom, didn't love it, and decided to work on her next album. So she went to upstate New York, got a cabin up there, and worked with her longtime collaborator and wrote the new album, The Girl Has a Dream. So she tells us all about that experience as well. You can watch our interview with DeLacy on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be amazing if you subscribe to our channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Bringing Back Pod. And if you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, it would be incredible if you follow us there as well and hook us up with a five-star review. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with DeLacy. Well, thank you so much, DeLacy, for doing this. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Um, my name's Adam, and this is about you, uh, your journey in music, and we'll talk about the the new album, which is awesome. I've been listening to it all day. Oh, thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, I'm going to buy the... You have the vinyl up on your website. I yeah, think. I do. I'm so excited. The, it's my first vinyl ever. That's awesome. I'm going to get it. I'm going to... Uh, yeah, you have the autograph version. I'm gonna have to uh, have to splurge for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was supposed to take that down like after 50 copies, and it's, it's oh, so cool. it's is it still the one or no? It's yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> okay. like that. So I have to keep doing it because I've had fans <laughs> be like, "It's still gonna be the autograph version, right?" And I'm like, "Oh no, I ha- I'm gonna have like carpal tunnel like doing all these." <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna make this sound I one need more. To, I need to. <laughs> change that like right away but yes. i need to wait just wait like 10 minutes after they call the change. <laughs> no i'll give you one either way <laughs> well i appreciate your time um i did see you're from san juan capistrano is that right and the yeah, northern, wow. down from san diego so i thought no that was yeah wow no think- ever from super south i feel like. right i know yeah. and i saw that i'm like the only thing i remember about san juan capistrano is there's the mission there yeah mm-hmm. the, <laughs> that's Swallows, like, the mission yeah it's like the the thing that i think of every time i hear san juan capistrano so yeah. that's awesome well tell me about that growing up there um i don't know i mean orange county is orange county is a funny place because it's like it's such a little bubble i feel like but it's 
it's really just so down to earth and like mellow and beach vibes. Like I was such, I grew up as such a beach girl. Like in, in, I feel like a lot of people don't get that from me um, um, right off the bat, which is funny. Um, but yeah, I'm a total Orange County girl, honestly. And I wish I could still live there after I like, couldn't wait to leave. And then I left and I'm like, I really wish I could go back, go back. live there. <laughs> Yeah. Are you in LA now or in New York? Yeah. Mm-hmm. LA. Okay. Where about you? Are you in San Diego or? No, I about two years ago moved to Nashville, Tennessee. Okay, cool. Um, which I, I love. love. Nashville. Yeah. It's, it's amazing here. But yeah. I mean, I, I grew up in San Diego and did radio in San Diego and then a little bit uh, about five cool. years in San Francisco and back to San Diego. But now I'm in, in Nashville and I love it here. But um, yeah, Southern California. Yeah, Nashville is awesome. That's heart. like another place that I am always tempted to move to. You should. It's beautiful. Yeah. And it's cheaper. And there's no towns. Which is like, it's still, <laughs> it's still really expensive nowadays, but it's oh, like, it, it, yeah, it definitely. It's still we, cheaper though. than LA. We got in like right as it was like about to explode and price oh, everybody out. Lucky, so I got very lucky. lucky. I yeah. have such regrets that I didn't like do that in time. But you're in LA, which will never change. Which so will never, good. it's always the worst time ever. I mean, it appreciates, but it's always the worst time ever. Right. Um, well, okay. So Sam, you, you said you went to the beach quite a bit. Were you, did you surf or just have friends that did that? Because I, I grew little, up in San yeah. Diego and I didn't surf. I skateboarded. No, I but. mean, I'm not like a surfer, but I, 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 I can surf a little. I, I used to be do it more often, but I wouldn't say I'm like a surfer. I'm not like good at it. I can like okay. stand up on it and like do it, but which is a ma- better than a majority of people. Fair, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. That's cool. So, uh, did see you come from a fairly musical household, correct? Did your dad's no, honestly, a drummer? Not, oh, not dad I mean, my dad, my dad did like play the drums when he was like a kid and stuff, and he was really good at it, but he didn't stick with it. Um, oh, okay. I was in there, but he played. But I feel younger. like either way, it's like I, we're a musical household because, like, my sister is also like a, an amazing singer. Like, um, but other than that, it was just like my dad's passion for music that like kind of made us a musical household. If if we're gonna be called that, like, w- he was obsessed with it and like, you know, always like educated us on all of the greats. And like, I had his vinyl collection when I was a kid, and that made me musical. I feel like, but yeah. Other than that, like, I don't have any, like, family members that were singers or did music as a path in life. So it was kind of, you know, it was it was scary for everyone in my family when I did it. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. I mean, but I'm sure your dad was super excited that. You know, yeah. No, my parents music, were. Yeah. Being yeah. way into music, obviously, and drumming. Totally. And now his daughter's writing massive yeah. hit songs. He totally geeks out about <laughs> all of it. But like, he, you know, they've always been really supportive of me. That's cool. Even if when, they really didn't understand it. <laughs> and when you you started playing, what, is piano the first instrument you learned? Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you yeah. young when you did that? Yeah, I guess I was like, you know, I feel like every kid took an instrument. Like, like we were all forced. I don't know if it's like that anymore, but like, I feel like my generation, everyone was like, had to do some sort of instrument had to do this, had to do a sport. Um, but I really loved playing the piano. So I like, I stuck with it. And I mean, I, then I played guitar and, you know, I was in dance, tons of performing art things. But yeah, I started with piano when I was like really little. I think I was like five, almost three, five. I don't know. Oh, wow. And yeah, I was continued, really young. Continued with it? Yeah, but I'm I'm like, I mean, I wouldn't say continue with it. And like, I, I, I don't know my music theory at all anymore if I ever did. And I can't read sheet music. So 
But you could play the I, piano, I'm sure. I mean, I veered <laughs> off and just like wrote songs on the piano, but like right. my music theory sucks, <laughs> which I hate. I like tried to relearn it during the pandemic. That didn't happen. Oh, really? Do you because yeah. I've I've interviewed a lot of artists that can't read sheet music or yeah. new music theory. And it's like uh, it's almost like they can open like a different part of their brain and, yeah. and play chords and stuff that maybe wouldn't. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought and of like if you were no, 100 percent. And like, honestly, I, I always like end up doing modulations and like my in my choruses and stuff. And it's totally just because I don't know anything about music. It's not like on it's not on purpose. Um. So I know I would lose a little bit of that, but also I just, I just, I wish I, I wish I knew it. I wish I knew it better. I, I'm like, yeah. you know, whatever. We always want um, what we can have. <laughs> sure. <laughs> you started playing guitar as well at a fairly early age or when did you, when did you pick up guitar? Yeah, I like, I basically am self-taught at that, which is why I'm not that good at that either. I'm only good at it for like writing music, but, um, but I love the guitar. That's my favorite instrument to play. Um, yeah, I, I was like a teenager when I when I started playing guitar, like 15. Okay. And when did you start writing songs? Was that early as well? I was so early, yeah. But I mean, they weren't good by any means, but I was... start like, somewhere. Yeah, it's so early. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like I was like six when I wrote my first song. Wow. I was just like writing piano, like scores. Like I thought I was going to be a... a f- a famous movie composer. Okay. <laughs> Didn't happen, but. <laughs> and then when you started writing like lyrics and everything else, was that, were you like in high school or anything? Or did you kind of pers- try to pursue a career as like a, an artist or were you in a band or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, I grew up in musical theater. That was like, I was such a musical theater girl. Um, And I was on the dance team and I was, you know, writing poetry and trying to write a novel and I was like super into videography and like trying to direct movies with my friends I don't know I was kind of all over the place creatively Uh but but one thing I was always doing was like performing and creating um but I don't know I didn't grow up like with any idea of how to like get there I didn't have any connection or anything so I think it, it didn't become really real to me until you know there was like a certain point when I, I got kicked out of high school, so I didn't go to college, but I went to college. I went to uh, New York instead of college, like just to go get away. I like picked uh-huh. up everything and moved there. And um, I feel like that was like a turning point for me uh, because I was writing a lot of music and I, it just kind of clicked for me that that's what I wanted to pursue. And I was going to like do anything to figure it out. I always knew I wanted to do something in the arts, you know, uh-huh. um, I had an agent at one point I was acting, but I really like, I knew I had to give one of the things a hundred percent, you know, if I was going to really go for it Yeah, and it was music. Wow. And so yeah. you said at 18, you got up and moved all the way to New York. I mean, that's clear across the whole entire country. I guess so. Was, yeah. That must've been a big move, obviously. Like, was there, did you just go to New York? Cause you knew that there was mu- like a scene there. I would no. there's just no because music. LA is like so much, clo- you know, LA yeah, is right I know. there. You think? I know. And there's no music scene in New York anymore. Sadly, I wish, but oh, okay. I think it was more, I wanted to like, I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. And I was kind of feeling lost. I think at that point. Mm-hmm. And my best friend was like, I got this, this internship out in New York. Like you should just come with me for a little bit. Like, 
we love, I love New York city. It's always been like just a dream place for me to live. I don't know, probably cause I lived in orange County and I just like wanted something Totally you know, different. <laughs> it, different. Yeah. Like I wanted the city. I wanted things happening, the energy. Um, and I'd been before like growing up, but yeah, I don't know. I was really poor. I couldn't afford it, but I, I went anyways. And, <laughs> I, and I just was kind of, it was kind of just a ballsy, like spontaneous. I'm young. Who cares? Move. You know what I mean? Yeah. But when you were there, it sounds like that was what kind of I mean, launched your career, right? I mean, being there. I guess. I I don't know. I guess because I was like so depressed that I wrote so much music. (laughs) (laughs) But I didn't like get my start there necessarily. I wrote a lot of important music though there throughout my, honestly, my whole music career. Um, But that was like, yeah, that was like the start of it, I guess. Okay. So you were there, you wrote a bunch of songs and then what do you move back to L.A.? Yeah, I moved back okay. to LA because I realized if I want to do music, I really have to live in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I came all the way back. Uh, but yeah, I mean, at that point, I was just like, you know, recording demos at like random studios that would let me do it for free and like having friends help me and play my friend musicians play with me. And, um, you know, one of my best friends was like managing me at the time. Uh, and he like had an internship once at a record label. So he like knew a lawyer and then, you know, whatever. It was a yeah. very like cute amateur way of like trying to get our foot in the door. But, it, you know, it, it's all about like stepping stones, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, to because you kind of started off as a songwriter. Right? I mean, as far as your career career went. It, yeah. It, I mean, I actually st- it was like a the deal I signed when I found this like this kind of smaller label was they discovered me and like kind of swooped me up um, before when I was kind of naive and didn't know any better. Um, Uh It's kind of a shitty deal, but like, well, that's that's happens. I mean, people get taken advantage of. Yeah. I I don't know. And it's like, Oh, yeah, I'm gonna I had sign no this deal. I'm gonna be, you know. Oh my god! What? You yeah, know, they gave the, me a check for ten thousand dollars, and I was like, I'm rich. What? Right. You know, like I was like, and they <laughs> are gonna make me all my dreams come true. Um, I had no connection before that, so it was like, you know, it was really exciting, and um, I have no regrets though because it really did like lead to, you know, everybody's path is different, but that was that's mine and I'm okay with it. Um, but it was like a, it was like actually an artist deal and, uh, it was a record deal slash publishing deal. It was very chaotic. Yeah. Um, they were really mean to me there too, honestly. (laughs) But you got signed on as an artist and then how did like, so you pursuing uh, an artist project alongside the publishing thing? Cause I know with the publishing, you, it's more of a songwriter esque, right? Oh yeah. It totally is. Pitching to people. Honestly, I really just, I really just spent so much time songwriting. Um, I didn't even know if I wanted to be an artist anymore. I kind of was like, I knew I grew up performing. um, But after I had like really been in the, I'd really like entered the industry and like made friends with a lot of artists. I really wasn't sure that I, I would be happy doing that. It, It seemed like I would be much more happy just like getting to be creative all the time and write music um, and like be in the studio all the time, which I was for like six years straight. I was literally just in the studio, like till this from sun up till sundown. Um, and I really just threw myself into songwriting. I really did. And I thought I, I pretty much thought I was going to just do that 
like for forever. <laughs> yeah. And then at what, at what point did you decide I want to get back into doing kind of my own, my own project or were you always kind of doing it? No, I really, wasn't, no? I really wasn't doing it at all, honestly, which is so funny because I mean, the way that I write music, even when it's for other people is so personal. So it's like, there was always a part of me that was writing like for myself and expressing and, and everything was my style. Like I was making stuff that was really authentic to myself, but um, I really wasn't pursuing the artist thing until I was just like six years in of writing. And I had written with like some of the biggest artists and I was like, so broke and like, so like, what am I doing with my life? I chose the wrong path in life. Like I need to rethink my whole existence. And I was kind of just having a real like, uh, you know, identity crisis in general about like what I was doing with my life. Um, I couldn't even like afford gas to get to sessions, but I was like, writing was the just, biggest songs was, on the planet. I mean, no, they, they weren't <laughs> even, they weren't big songs, you know, that's the okay. thing. It's, like, it's, it's really hard to make money as a songwriter. Like it's really hard. And a lot of people don't see that on the outside, but it's like, you have to have like radio hits to make money. It's really hard. I mean, there's other avenues and there's sync and stuff. But for me personally, I was in a place where everything I was doing, what, even though it would get me some cool cred, it was making me $0 and I was extremely broke. <laughs> um, I mean, I signed to my publishers now, like, you know, after I got out of that shitty publishing deal, I signed uh -huh. to Universal and they were like, they're like my family and they're fucking amazing. And they've always like taken care of me. But it's like at a certain point, I was just like, am I am I just never going to get to where I think I'm going to go? Like, how much time am I going to work at this? Um, and I just decided I needed to just make music that I wanted to listen to. And I couldn't think about like who it was going to be for anymore. I didn't know if it was going to be for me, but I just knew I had to make like a project of like an anti-pop project, I think kind of, um, of like the music I grew up listening to. And I just like called up one of my, my oldest collaborators. He's, he's my, like, he's been, um, you know, he's literally my longest collaboration partner ever, but mm -hmm. I've been writing with him since day one. And I called him and he, he always was like, when you want to do an artist project, you, you better call me. Like if you ever want to do it, come on. And he was always trying to push me to do it. And I called him and I was just like, listen, I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but like, want to go make something. I don't know if it's going to be a record. Maybe we'll make one song. I don't know. And, um, you know, we, I went to New York cause he was in, he's in New York and he has a studio in Brooklyn. And I literally, you know, I was living in a, a little apartment in Chinatown with my last dollar to my name. And I made, I made what is like, became my debut album, Black Coffee. Um, and I guess it just like happened, like, which is what I always said is the only way I would, I would do an artist's career path. Uh -huh. Like it, if it just like, if I needed to do it and I, I, I did like it, there came a point when I just like, it happened. Like I needed it. I was ready. I guess it's like, I finally had what I needed to say, like what I felt was worth saying. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, I'm so proud of that, that album. It's like, oh, it's, it's an amazing album. Thank you. So I, I, I don't know. I guess that's how it happened. I mean, there had been so many times when, you know, I was getting offered record deals 
from different labels like you should sing this demo like why don't I just sign you and we put this song out like that happened to me so often and it just never felt right until I made that album wow yeah and it's interesting because of the the songs that you've written and the artists that you've worked with that you it would because you put that album out in 2019 right or 2020 Oh, I think you froze. Yeah, 2019. Oh, oh, you, froze. you froze. Are you yeah, there? There. Yeah, it's saying my uh, internet is unstable, but it's I have like full internet. So you're back now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, you put that album out in like 2019, right? And you already, yeah. but you had written some massive, massive hits, and it's just for me, it's it's interesting that you that that's kind of how the industry works as far as like you could have these radio hits and you're still like, I need to do something like I'm, you said you had a dollar to your name or whatever, you know? Well, what's really funny is I didn't have any radio hits until I made that album. And then for some reason, everything started. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it was kind of a weird, it's a really weird time in my life that just everything shifted for me. It was so weird. It was just like, then, you know, all of a sudden everything I, I finally was getting through and it was just like, it was, it was working. It was clicking. And I was in like the best rooms. And yeah, it all. Oh, it OK, all so it was together. all around that same time. It was like when it you was decided all the same time and completely unrelated, completely unrelated and all happened at the same time. It's hilarious. Um, oh, my gosh. OK. And then yeah. so now you have hits on the radio and you also have your 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 record and your, yeah. you know, artist project. That's also doing really well. Yeah. Was it, yeah. Was that hard to like juggle then? It's like, OK, now I'm writing a song. Yeah. Or are you writing from the same place? Like. Because it sounds like before you were just writing songs that were mean meant something to you, regardless if someone was going to take it or not. And 100%. like, now you're like, okay, but I have this thing going on. Like, was it hard to kind of juggle what you were going to be working towards or where the song was going? Uh, not really. I mean, it was it was hard to juggle the time. Like, I, my label was putting me on radio tour, and I was trying, and I was like big artists were trying were like asking to work with me that I'd always wanted to work with. And I was like, it was so hard to juggle. Like I had to focus on promoting my album and be in filming music videos. And then also making time to go in the studio and write with other artists. That was honestly the biggest struggle because I, the way that I write like delay C stuff now, like ever since that experience really showed me, like I go away and I kind of just like, I focus a time and I write for myself and it's really personal and it's really sonically what I want it to be. Whatever my vision is for that. I don't, generally go you know into writing sessions with everybody and just want it you know and and think I'm writing for myself I I like to keep it really focused I get really overwhelmed if I have like a hundred if I had like a hundred songs that I don't know which ones to choose for my album like I can't really work like that so Mm -hmm. I do it very controlled and separate so it's never really confusing when I'm writing it's because you're in a room with other people yeah totally yeah especially if I'm with um you know another artist that's that's I'm there to like help tell their story which I love doing so it's like if anything that was like the hardest thing was like balancing my two loves like trying to make time for songwriting and having a hard time saying no to either thing like it was really it was pretty chaotic and then the pandemic happened and I had nothing going on so it was like all right (laughs) well I was gonna ask about that so when it comes to this the the next album were you you were probably what in the pandemic or able yeah. to kind of 
almost yeah. not the same way, but seclude yourself to writing this this next album. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's funny because the album Black Coffee actually dropped like the week of the first shutdown of the pandemic. Like it officially released. I had been releasing singles and a lot of it up until that point but that was like when i released the actual album it was the week of the first shutdown. it was march of 2020 the album yeah. comes out yep. march <laughs> so when that happens are you like okay shit now what do i do like yeah i mean it, it sucked <laughs> i was gonna go on tour i was gonna i had all these plans you know it was i think for a lot of people it was a lot of like adjusting some people it was for the better not not for me i had a pretty horrible pandemic um but i will say i did write the girl has a dream i started the girl has a dream in the pandemic um once again it was like a controlled environment i was trying to do writing sessions over zoom um which is how kind of all of us were were trying to function during yeah i mean i'm sure was that difficult i mean that's how this i mean i i was on the radio forever and then this became much bigger due to the pandemic honestly there we go well i'm really happy i'm happy for you that that you know it's like it's yeah i hear a positive story because i mean of course like talking to a person like this is so it feels natural it's barely different than like if we were sitting next to each other but when you're writing a song it's like Look at all these instruments behind me. I want to get up. I want to play them. I want to look at the wall. I want to lay on the ground. I want to. I want us to just be in the room and feel the magic and get the inspiration right. instead of sit here and stare at each other and be like, "Okay, now what?" And there's a lag, and it's like yeah. they can't hear what I'm playing because there's a lag and distortion. It was really a horrible way for me personally to make music. I, I hated it. Um, so I called up Ido, who the same guy I, I, I mentioned earlier. My mm-hmm basically my favorite collaborator and i called him and i was like okay want to do this in person because we were also trying to do it on zoom and we were going crazy and we were fighting a lot and i was like do you want to try and get together we'll we'll take covid tests we'll stay in one place so that we know we're safe because this was like peak pandemic yeah, yeah very early september on. 2020 and i got like a cabin in the woods so that it was in upstate new york so that it was closer to him because he has kids and um we took tests and we met there. We rented a piano. We set up like instruments all over this cabin. We put like, you know, a blanket fort over the microphone. We had drums like up the stairs on the loft that we had to like mic up. But we made, we basically, you know, did the majority of this album within like a month in upstate New York. Um, wow. Yeah. And that was amazing. Um, so once again, that's like kind of my favorite way to make music is like a, just going away, controlled in one place so it feels cohesive and it feels like one moment um i mean of course the the album has such a longer journey than that because it's like three years in the making but that's how it started and it it was like height of the pandemic which that's how it was recording so were the song did you i mean three years in the making where the songs started much earlier than that and you guys knew that like oh no they were started at that that yeah we pretty much wrote and, and recorded everything there i mean i i came in with like a few songs that I like was writing by myself, you know, and then I, we finished them there and like recorded them. But like, for the most part, we, we really wrote a lot of it there. There was like, yeah, there were a couple that we like started on zoom and I was like, I can't do this. Like <laughs> I'm going insane. Um, So I didn't really get far with anything, um, but there was like a couple that I started like, yeah, when I was alone and I brought them there, but it was like um, the majority of it was 
was written and recorded there besides the stuff that I like continued to write afterwards that made the album. Okay. And how many songs were that that made it later? Um, uh, I guess like three or four, like oh, wow. three or four. I can't, I can't really remember. Yeah. I think it's like four technically, maybe three, whatever, three or four. <laughs> But the 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 what's on the album, the recording on the album, is that a lot of that from was it, did you use that stuff from the cabin or was that just yeah. demos? Oh, wow. No, it's all that. I never I don't believe in demos. I'm so funny. That's awesome. I, I'm like, let's take a sound like I like it. And then it's done. It's good enough. <laughs> I'm really pretty like like messy and and i don't need things to be perfectly timed i usually use like my second take of my vocal even though trust me it's not that good um i usually just i'm fine with the way the guitar is buzzing and making a fucked up sound and i usually am really attached to the original mix also which is always a problem when i get into the mixing of stuff um but no that's that's all it i mean give or take like we you know messed with some of the productions that i like had a different idea with like a year later but for the most part that's everything we made there wow i love that i love like the grit to albums when it, it has some of that that's, stuff to it those were my favorite records growing up basically mm -hmm. and also it's just like it feels very me I, like i'm very like go with my gut and i'm like this is great it's done let's move on let's go to another one like and usually i mean i don't know i i just conversations i've had with other artists that were talking about recording during the pandemic we're writing songs and then Maybe they just had some shitty USB mic and they're in the closet singing something. And then you here's the demo. OK, let's go to the studio and record it when it's safe. And then they couldn't get the the you know, the same emotion the same out of the emotion. vocal. Yeah, it's totally. like that's just my re thing singing too. something a million times. That's exactly it, too, is it's like when you write it or at least when I do, I I'm in a place where I was emotionally feeling that way. Like exactly what I was expressing is like, it's going to, it's never going to come off more authentic in my vocal performance than the moment I wrote it. So it's like, I've tried to re-record vocals on some of them actually. And it was just a no, it was like, nope. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I mean, you almost, once you've done it a bunch of times, like maybe it comes more routine or you're doing the oh, same yeah. thing. You don't even realize you lose it. the emotion. Yeah. It's like you, you go on autopilot when you're singing it at some point. It's like, I can't. <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fascinating. But that's awesome that you uh, were able to use all of that for, for the, for the album. And then once you added the other songs, you just did it elsewhere. Yeah. I did it like yeah. in here. A lot of it. <laughs> oh, no way. So, so you do a lot. Yeah. You just record it in there too. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so with the zoom stuff, I mean, yeah, I can imagine that being very difficult to write. And so at that point, were you just Weird. done writing with other people? No, I mean, I was probably one of the worst songwriters for zoom. Like I know so many people who had such big hits, like during the pandemic that they wrote during zoom. And I was like, I think I had like 10 zoom sessions the whole pandemic. <laughs> I couldn't do it. It was so hard. So no, it was like, a, it was a pretty like, you know, it was like a pretty dry, like my, my, the years after the pandemic, I was like feeling it for a little, like to that initial year of like height COVID. Mm -hmm. But it was like, I mean, I, I barely wrote during that time. 
But you got an album. It was like your stuff. People that I saw a lot and like we were safe to get together. I, I would still write. It was just it was harder, you know, as much fewer and far between. Mm-hmm. And like so the album's done and like once the the because you just released it, right? I mean, not like, yeah, it just came out. So with. Right. Yeah. So it's but it's been done for a while and. So during that time period, have you just been writing for other people or were you working yeah. on your own stuff again? Or um, I honestly haven't been writing for myself. I'm I really need to take a break from it, honestly. Um also like releasing an album is is so beautiful, but like really draining. And um since I had so many songs on the album, I decided to have like a lot of focus tracks and singles. So like the rollout for my album started February. So I've been doing it for like six months. And um, so I'm like really sick of myself and I just don't want to write for myself right now. <laughs> I'm like, shut up, I- bitch. I don't want to hear from you. Right now. <laughs> um, I, I just want to write with other people. I, I'm having a lot of the fun, like just writing with other people right now. Like, and I've, I've been doing that, especially because yeah, people are writing again and it's yeah. like, so exciting to me. Like, fun That's really yeah, I, I love the song that you did with uh, Emily Wiseman before uh, that oh. came out. I think before the album, right? Or yeah. Manly Man. That's yeah. not on the album, though. No, it's not on the album. That was just like a one-off because we wrote it together in Nashville, and she's like one of my best friends, and we just had to put it out together. It was that's a special one to us. So that's, that's such cool. a great song, and I Thank had her you. on my podcast like, like the beginning of the pandemic, like when she oh. put out her her album yeah, yeah. or she had it was an ep or an album i can't even remember what it was but it was uh, like in the beginning of 2020 yeah i think she put out her ep in the beginning of 2020. yeah i think it was ep yeah and uh and and i saw that you had that song with her i was like oh no way this is awesome yeah yeah i mean she is like one of my best friends that's so awesome are there other artists that you, are you constantly working with other artists or i mean since you have obviously the credits now that you oh if i'm lucky so i am i mean songs or yeah, do people seek you out or like, are you uh, able to pick and choose? Oh, no, I, I wouldn't say like, you know, it just comes so easily. I, I, if I'm lucky enough, you know, I click with somebody and I get to I get to keep writing with them if we have a good thing going, um, you know, or if I'm lucky enough, I get the opportunity to write for this thing or that thing or my song gets in front of somebody. Um, but, you know, I feel like since I I don't know. I feel like I stay humble because I don't feel like I like it's so easy for me, but I, I, I know I'm really lucky um, and I'm really grateful for all the people I do get to write with. Uh, it's usually somebody I'm a fan of. So it's really cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I know just the people you've worked with just off your discography. I'm like, damn, like you've written so many big hits. Like, and the, but then I listened to your album yeah. itself and it's like, your lyrics are so good. So I was like, Aww. Oh, it makes sense that, you know, you. you've That's written cool. for all these other people. <laughs> That's so sweet. Thank you. Um, I am an, an bottomless pit of lyrics and emotional shit and ideas. <laughs> well, yeah, you're great at it. Are you doing anything as far as uh, are you going to do a tour to support the album? I really hope so. Um, I'm trying to find like either the right fit or figure out like, you know, the right path to do that. But hopefully, you know, that's the plan. I really want to play in front of people live um i have a show upcoming like out here um yeah i saw that you're doing one show right with uh, valley boy yeah yeah he's opening for me that's awesome um but that's tuesday 
in LA. So I think that's going to be like a good like starter for me because it's a full band. I'm so excited. Like the rehearsals have been really fun. So hopefully, you know, there'll be more. Yeah. Well, you weren't able to really do that with the first album because it was like March and then the, yeah. And then the pandemic. It was so weird. Yeah. It was a weird time. I lost my agent. Like, (laughs) obviously it didn't really matter having an agent (laughs) because there was nothing to do anyways, but yeah. Well, hopefully you'll be able to tour this album and almost, I mean, you could play both albums realistically. I know. Hopefully. Yeah. That's incredible. Uh, you should come to Nashville and play a show here. You I play. really want to. Yeah. That would be you and Emily on the same bill. Tour yeah, with her. That would be amazing. Like, I'm just setting it up right now. <laughs> You're my new agent. You want to be my agent? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I come cheap. I'll only take. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm again, I love the record. I appreciate your time. Thank you so much yeah, for, no, thank for you. doing this. this. Awesome. Yeah, thank you. I have one more question for you and um, then I'll let you go. I want to know if you have any advice for aspiring artists. Um, it's hard. I'm, <laughs> it's so hard to give advice because everybody's journey is different. Um, I guess it's so lame. Like every advice you could give, it feels so cliche, but like, I feel like the most important advice is just like make music that you want to listen to, not like, that you're trying to fit into a playlist, a certain box, a certain person you're comparing yourself to just like, don't even think about that because there's room for everybody. And like your fans will find you and like the stuff, just make stuff that you like listening to and you want to make. Like, I, I think that's like the best advice I can give. <laughs>